0: Welcome to Invest Stories, a podcast about real stories, real estate, and taking real action. Join hosts John Hooper and Kyle Robertson as they talk investing, mindset, and taking that first step. We all have a story. What's yours? The Investories Podcast. Booyah. Welcome to the Investories Podcast uh, with me, your host, John Hooper. Kyle isn't with me uh, today. He's uh, He's MIA. Um no, he had a prior engagement, um, so he couldn't couldn't attend this one. Uh, but hey, you've got me and you've got a great interview today. We've got Alex in Abnet. and Alex is based in Austin. Uh, he works predominantly in Austin, Tampa, San Diego, and he is absolutely crushing it in uh, what's called infill land development. so it's it's development, but kind of in inner cities or, or cool neighborhoods was the the frame I guess we uh, we kind of connected on um, both in San Diego, in Tampa and in Austin. Uh, This interview is so, so good, even if you're just investing in um, buy and hold single family or or multifamily, because Alex knows these markets. So he goes into detail of kind of performance in the market, what to look out for, trends that are coming up, trends in development, trends in building, um, refurbishment. uh, So great for, for birth strategy. Uh, that kind of stuff. So it's it's a really really great uh, and kind of wide ranging interview, and then a ton on mindset and training and kind of finding your why and getting getting started, that kind of stuff. So um, so yeah, stick around for it. And if you could, if you really wouldn't mind, we'd love for you to go ahead and uh, give us a five star review. Um, we're we're working our butts off to to bring you great content. So let us know. Do you like it? Do you like the format? Do you like what we're doing? And uh, feel free to drop us an email. Um, you can reach out to us at Investoriespodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we're also on Instagram, Pod. Uh, so come say hi, and I'll get better at sharing content as well. Uh, feel free to uh, poke me and say, hey, where's the content at, John? And um, without further ado, thank you so much, and here's the episode. <laughs> Welcome to Investories, Alex in Abnet. Did I say your name right, Alex? You did, yeah. Perfect. Almost like, almost like you coached me just before. <laughs> Alex is a, a realtor um, and a general contractor, and we're going to get into all of that. Uh, Alex, heads up, Alex. It's an uh, Abnet Realty Corporation, right, Alex?
1: That's correct. Yes.
0: And uh, tell us about um, about the company.
1: So the company currently is a residential um, infill real estate development company, and so what that means is I target. Uh, popular neighborhoods um, within San Diego uh, California Austin Texas and Tampa Florida and basically find a distressed house or an older house that was built in the call it the 1960s to 19 really 1940s to 1970s um, and the goal is to buy the property um, tear the old house down get the approved plans and permits to build a new, house new town homes in san diego it's you know primary plus adu and junior adus a lot of the times Um, but basically we uh, develop and build uh, and hold uh, luxury products in in the residential development space
0: love it that's a great uh, a great pitch i feel like you may have uh, been asked that a few times before
1: once or twice yeah.
0: But how important is that having that down, right? That's super important. If you're, uh, if dude, you're pitching anything to be that. Type.
1: Yeah, literally. I mean, I mean, you know, the, the, uh, the way that my business works is, you know, I, you know, I have the vision of what needs to happen, but, uh, you know, I've got to formulate a team of, d- uh, designers, engineers to put the product together, um, on construction plans and visually and then also have to hire a great team of subcontractors to build the product. And if I don't have good teams on both sides, then the deal can go sour pretty fast. So it's, um, you know, um, the implementation of the vision that's in my head uh, is key, and then also just hiring good people.
0: (laughs) That that translation piece, right? Uh, This is what I'm thinking now. How is it in the real world? I love that. How do I
1: get it out of here into into real life, yep.
0: <laughs> the processing. Um, I yeah. want to take it back a, a step, if I may. Um, your, your kind of intro into um, into real estate, what, what, did, what were you doing before this? What was your kind of early life?
1: So I've always uh, been somewhat of a outside-the-box thinker, kind of creative individual. Uh, I'm from Louisiana, Shreveport, Louisiana, um, and I went to college at Louisiana State University where I got a, um, my major was con- uh, construction management, so I got a Bachelor of Science degree in uh, construction management there. Had a few different internships with construction companies um, throughout college in Las Vegas and Denver, and then in uh, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, where I was, where I had like, you know, I was a laborer, uh, wearing stiltoe boots, hard hat, uh, gloves, doing the actual day-to-day, uh, sweat, sweating my butt off. Um, and then also was a part of a project management team um, that was building, you know, more commercial products um, as well. And so once I graduated college, I got a job um, in Southern California. Um, I started off in Newport Beach and was placed on a project in Carlsbad, California, which is North County, San Diego. Yeah, and, it was yeah. and uh, the project there was uh, a renovation of the shops at Carlsbad Mall. Um, So the the project management team that I was placed with was tasked with hiring the subcontractors to renovate the uh, upper and lower levels of the mall and then build out another portion of the mall. Um, And then after that, I went to another project in Del Mar called One Paseo, um, and we built a four- and six-story office building. Um, on that project, which there were other contractors that managed subs to build um, uh, apartment units and retail buildings. Um, And then from there, I left that company and went to go work for a real estate developer uh, in Chula Vista, which is south San Diego, Uh, I guess outside of the actual city of San Diego, but south, close to the Mexican border. Um, And uh, the developer I worked for had his own in-house general contracting company um and so i was his project manager managing a six-story apartment complex ground up um a um parking garage and a uh, va outpatient clinic so you know i was from louisiana never really had lived in california found myself in san diego the best city in the country um really got to learn how the um, from a more high level perspective on the commercial side um, how the construction process works um, how you know from my standpoint as a general contractor uh, on a non-self-performing aspect we basically hire all the subcontractors to do the work to build the product so that means that the subs have to be, you know, they have to know what they're doing, They have to, uh, you know, all work, all work well together. So it becomes a, um, a group therapy session every day to make sure that these guys are actually building the product right and working well together. Um, so from there, I moved from San Diego to Texas, where I got hooked up with a um, hard money lender uh, that funded residential new development deals in Austin, Texas and Tampa, Florida, So for a span of about a year and a half, two years, uh, I was tasked with traveling from Tampa to Austin, um, meeting with different residential developers that were basically trying to build their own speculative single-family home or townhome projects. So it really gave me a good idea and perspective of how to underwrite these um, new development or infill single-family and townhome new development deals Uh, and really understand the language and what goes into all that. So my background, just to sum it all up, is basically in commercial construction management and then in uh, uh, hard money lending on the residential new construction side. So when you place both of those together, um, it kind of equals, you know, creating my own real estate development business. And then given the fact that I have a college degree in construction management and then four years of on-site experience, I'm able to get my uh, general contractor's license, which I already have in Florida, and then I'm on the in the process of getting it in California.
0: You're straddling those two coasts. Um, which yeah, it's uh, kind of funny. So something that was really interesting is you said about um, a therapy session at the end of the day, right? Um, yeah, I love that idea. What I find is, um, you know, you look at a lot of people in who who have gone through similar degree programs and similar educational tracks, uh, including like internships as you. Um, they still would need that therapy session and that kind of W two dependency. Yep. What What's the kind of driver or the, the the reference to kind of push beyond that and start your own, your own company?
1: Man, you know, I've I just always uh, I always sh- actually struggled working as a W two um, employee, and I mean, I, I still take a salary through my own companies now um, as a W two, but as an owner. So, but as a strictly W-2, when you're just kind of starting out, you know, you're just thrown out into the weeds of whatever it is that you're doing, especially in in these random construction projects that I was in. And you just have to, you know, sink or swim and learn, learn the process. In my case, I just knew from the start that I was just like, you know what, like all of these vice presidents uh, and all these business owners, you know, I'm spending 10 to 12 hours a day working on these projects for them. Uh, they may have a bunch of experience and whatnot, but I just was like, you know what? You know, all you have to do is just know what you're doing, and then you have to hire the right people to perform the work. And so once I kind of learned the process, which, you know, there's still so much to learn. I'm not saying I know much by any means, but once you know the process and understand the big picture of like, okay, this is how it works, I just need to put this person here and this person here, then you're kind of able to separate yourself from the W2 life. And then your time then frees up because somebody else is doing those tasks for you.
0: You're in that strategic space, right? Where you're, you're, yeah. you're pushing strategy rather than the day-to-day buttons. Yeah. For but, people That's scary, yeah. right?
1: Totally dude. I mean, I mean, a hundred percent. I mean, you know, there's nothing's guaranteed. And so like each day is its own new, uh, challenge because you know I'm the only one that has the vision that's in my head and nobody else can understand that unless I explain it
0: <laughs> so like if yeah. not you who else right yeah exactly that's the, 100%. Great, that's the great frame of it is there any kind of educational pieces or books that have kind of really helped you through through that
1: process yeah so I read um uh, I read a lot through just like audibles. Uh, and so one of my favorite books is called The Magic of Thinking Big by David Swartz. Um, just harps on a lot of like, you know, positive thinking, uh, different strategic ways to get out of ruts um, and really propel yourself forward. Um, I'm a big fan of Grant Cardone and a lot of his books, you know, 10X, um, uh, Seller Be Sold is a really good one that I've listened to a lot. Um and then real estate-wise, uh, Real Estate Titans is one that um, really describes uh, other real estate developers that have been successful through their careers and how they've done that. Um, and it really harps on the mindset of those guys and gals that, that have been successful in the space because as the ringleader developer, like I was saying earlier to you, like you have to able to project your vision outward to other people and you have to have patience for that vision because when you're, you know, especially in my current world in the residential, um, uh, in the residential real estate development world and also construction, those projects, you know, you can look at a project for three to six months before you actually end up buying it. And then it's going to take 18 to 24 months to complete, so it's a, you know could be a two-and-a-half-year process. So if you, you know work up to the commercial projects, so doing mixed-use and multifamily apartments from ground up, I mean, dude, those, those can last from the time you underwrite the deal and run the numbers to the time you purchase it. Those could last four to six years. So you really have to know what you're doing uh, from the start of it and really push that vision and be patient um, from the start. Otherwise, somebody else is going to convince you otherwise.
0: Yeah, and I guess you have to be convinced of the, of the model, right? Um, yeah, in a six year cycle,
1: it's uh, yeah. That's, kind of, well, that's I why you know. I mean, that's why I start on the. Um, a lot of people start with like renovation projects where they like leave the structure and just renovate it inside and either sell it or hold it. Um, you know, because I come from the commer- the, um, the 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 uh, construction side of things, I've kind of just you know I did one um, one duplex renovation, but. Um, I've really kind of skipped the renovation world and gone straight into, in, into construction. It's just, you know, I know a lot of people uh, run away from that because it's just it, it requires more money involved, more risk. You really have to know what you're doing. And so at the end of the day, um, you know, my business strategy is to buy, build and hold the asset versus sell it so that uh, the investors that invest with me can actually own a portion of the asset at the end. Um, if they want to be cashed out, they can. Uh, but for example, if you know I'm building a, uh, you know, call it a three-unit, three-story townhome in Point Loma, that each of those units are you know going to be pulling ten plus thousand dollars a month in rental values, because it's it's a luxury product that was developed and built by my companies. You know, the investors don't have to do anything; they just collect the mailbox money
0: yeah and that's what, who doesn't love free money right yeah <laughs> thank you for listening to part one of this uh, amazing interview uh please reach out investors podcast at gmail.com if you have any questions or investors pod on instagram uh, i think also the same on on tiktok reach out connect uh, we're always happy to hear from you happy to get questions and we'd love to get you on the show if you want to come on and discuss uh, any questions you have or anything you're thinking about or any tactics or strategies. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow with uh, Tuesday Techers where we're going to dive into the kind of techniques and the strategies and that side of things. So uh, looking forward to connecting with you all tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Investories Podcast. We all have a story. What's yours? The Investories Podcast.